0: Have you ever hit the snooze button? I have, and every morning I've hit the snooze button, I felt like I started my day off with failure. I then asked many other people how they felt after hitting snooze on their alarms, and the response has been the same. They were in a negative mental state for the better part of their day. Tired, groggy, angry at themselves, feeling like they were already behind, and therefore stressed, and so on. These observations, have led me to an unpopular idea that you should never hit the snooze button because when you do, you begin your day as a failure. Now, hearing that might make you ready to skip this lesson entirely, but allow me to explain and furthermore, tell you what you can do to prevent that. Sound fair? Let's do it. From Phil Svitek comes a weekly digital series where he shares his insights, concepts, and findings learned during his 15-year journey of working in the entertainment industry. Each lesson offers you a roadmap to overcome the challenges that all artists face on the path to success. Welcome to Phil Svitek podcast. Good day to you. I'm honored to have you join me. I am Phil Svitek, and it's my pleasure to help creatives like you master mental fortune because it takes way more than just talent and luck. To succeed in the entertainment industry. Before I get any further though, allow me to invite you to subscribe to this series if you haven't done so already. Once subscribed, you'll be alerted to new lessons that I post. Thank you if you just subscribe. All right, let's begin. So let's explore this idea of mine, shall we? Let's imagine it's the morning and you're dead asleep, but then the alarm goes off. You hear it, but you're groggy and tired. So you tell yourself five more minutes and hit the snooze button. In that moment, you failed. You have failed to get up, and subconsciously, you have associated yourself as a failure. Doesn't mean you are one, but now it'll take more energy and more mental strength to go about your day and to get things done. And by the way, no judgment. I've done this plenty of times myself uh, before, and that's the reason I came to this revelation, Right? What I noticed initially is that people across all disciplines stress the importance of morning routines. However, they overlook the waking up aspect of it. Is waking up not part of a morning routine? Many people debate about when you should wake up, but they never discuss how you should wake up, which I argue is more important than when you do. If you wake up groggy in the morning and hit that snooze button, it's going to take a lot to get you into gear. It's why I believe so many people drink coffee As their first real act of the day and then continue throughout it it's why people use cold showers as a means to shock them into life both are methods that are used to overcome the earlier defeat of waking up with failure aka hitting that snooze button and the more a person hits that snooze button the harder it will be to overcome those negative mental effects of having done so. the reason why i'm so seemingly hyperbolic about this idea that if you hit the snooze button, you start your day off as a failure is because it creates a chain reaction, a snowball effect of negativity. Before I get into the full effects, let me cite another ideology people advocate. It's called the eat the frog principle. The term comes from writer Mark Twain, who once said that if the first thing you do each morning is eat a live frog, well then you can go through the day knowing that is probably the worst thing that is going to happen to you all day long. Makes sense, right? The analogy is that the frog is your biggest and most important task. It is the one you're most likely to procrastinate on if you don't do it sooner rather than later. It's a way of saying that you should discipline yourself to immediately do what's hardest on your daily task list before jumping into a new task. Everything else, by comparison, will seem so much easy because you're already able to uh, do the thing that you feared most, then you can certainly do the task that you were looking forward to actually doing. I know from personal experience that this does work wonders. Another way to look at it is just get the thing that you're dreading over with. We often build mountains out of molehills. And eating the frog, so to speak, is a preventative method for not letting that molehill build up. So how does this relate to the act of actually waking up in the morning? Well, if you find yourself in a place where you're so tired you want to just hit that snooze button, then the act of getting out of bed is your frog in that instance. It's a hard task that you can tackle, though. You can either choose to do it, i.e. get up, or you can fall back asleep. Sleep, which won't be satisfying and will eat at you mentally because now you've introduced the idea that you're tired to yourself. And when you finally do wake up, your brain will think to itself, I didn't get enough sleep. You'll feel behind already and that's a bad feeling to have at the start of your day. You shouldn't be stressing yourself out. You should feel excited by what's ahead. At this point, I think I've properly beaten it into you why I think it's a terrible idea to hit the snooze button. Again, don't think that I'm judging you because part of how I came to this conclusion is through my own experiences. Because of that, Allow me to share strategies to never hit that snooze button. And more importantly, these tricks will allow you to feel better about yourself and therefore tackle projects with energy and enthusiasm. It certainly has worked for me. First off, always be honest with yourself when you should set your alarm. Hitting the snooze button equates to more time in bed, does it not? Well, if you had the luxury of hitting the snooze button several times, or even just once, that means that when you set your alarm initially, you weren't honest with yourself. Set your alarm to the time that you need to wake up, not a minute before then. If your body naturally wakes itself up before your alarm clock, well then perfect. If not, then you know deep down that it's going off for a reason, and it's not just a wishful thinking, it's a necessity for you to get out of bed. And besides, snoozing for 5 to 10 minutes at a time is not restful. It's not a power nap. It's a disrupted shallow sleep that won't energize you. My second tip is to use a smart alarm clock one that senses your sleeping rhythms and will wake you up when you're not in deep sleep. A lot of times we're groggy in the morning because the alarm went off while we're in REM sleep or another relaxed state. What a smart alarm or sleep app, as it's more commonly referred to as, what it does is wake you up when you're in shallow sleep. It's the cycle of sleep when it's okay to be woken up because it doesn't feel disruptive. I remember trying a sleep app for the very first time and it felt magical. It was night and day compared to a standard alarm. If I had to quantify, I felt 95% less agitated at having to wake up, just based on what stage of my sleep cycle I was woken up during. There's plenty of excellent sleep apps out there for Android and iOS. I've included a few links in the description. Quick side tip, put your phone on airplane mode when you go to sleep. Trust me, there's so many reasons for it. The third strategy I have for you to make sure you get out of bed once the alarm sounds is to place that alarm as far away from you as you can. Put away from your bed if you can. Make yourself have to physically stand up out of bed to turn it off. Because at that point, once you're out of bed, it won't make sense for you to get back into it. You might not love it initially, but the inertia of being out of bed will compel you to carry on and start your day. The initial annoyance of waking up will quickly shift into a sense of accomplishment as you start to tackle other tasks. That's the snowball effect except in positive terms. When you hit the snooze button, that's the snowball effect of negativity. Mind you, this strategy doesn't work if you're using a sleep app because you have to have the phone on your bed in order for it to properly measure your sleep. My suggestion, therefore, is if you're using a sleep app, is to place it as far from you on the bed as you can so you have to move to stop the alarm. My fourth tip, plan your day out in advance, ideally the night before this gives you a feeling of excitement to tackle the day when you don't know what your day has in store for you or how you're going to execute tasks you're much more apt to avoid the day and thereby hitting the snooze button but if you feel genuine excitement for what's to come or at the very least have things mapped out then you won't want to hit the snooze button you'll want to wake up And my final tip is to make sure you go to bed feeling happy even if you have to wake up earlier than normal and you'll only be getting five hours of sleep that night tell yourself I can't believe I'm going to get full five hours of sleep. It's a mental shift. Many people wake up lethargic in the morning because they went to bed already implanting it in their brain that they wouldn't be getting enough sleep. If you go to bed excited for bed and be grateful, you'll wake up the same way. Simply put, how you go to bed is how you'll actually wake up. So in order for you to wake up on the right side of the bed, you must go to sleep on the right side of it. If you had a hard day and maybe let's say someone depressing, meditate before going to bed to release yourself of that negativity and shift into a state of joy. Try these out and see how positively they affect the way you wake up. That in turn will positively impact the rest of your day. I experience this every day because I put all these to use each and every single day. These are disciplines that yield wonderful results. So test them out. I'd love to hear how they help you out. Also, if there's any other tips that you have for waking up better or more rested, I'd love to know those too. But that's it for today's lesson. Feel free to click over to any of the numerous lessons I've created just for you. I have so many that you can check out, like how to channel negative thinking for positive results, or how you can avoid creative cliches in your work. You can access all those along with other free resources on my website at billspeedtech.com. Lastly, a huge thank you to the people that helped make this episode financially possible. If you too would like to support this show, you can either head over to my Patreon page, or sports and my merch from my store links are down below or you can just tell a friend about this show which will help pass on my knowledge to them as well uh, and we can build a great community of like-minded creatives anyway thanks for taking the time to tune in i'm at phil on social media and i'll see you next wednesday with another lesson bye for now